0: Hi there, welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there, I hope you're having a great day, whatever this day is and wherever you are listening to me. I am excited about this show as always, but before we dive into the show, there's a couple of things I want to mention to you. I want to ask, are you on my email list? Because if you're not, there is some stuff coming I do not want you to miss, so get on that list. You can find that at takethestagepodcast.com, click the resource button, scroll to the bottom or click a resource but if you scroll to the bottom, you're going to see, get on the email list right there. Super easy peasy. The second thing I want to mention, if you're on my list, are you on the Activate wait list? Now, you may be, and if you are, smart cookie. If you're not, and you're even slightly interested in finding out about Activate, Activate is the course I created based on my coaching, my experience as a speaker, as an event planner, and as a tour producer. And it is coming again in February. We are opening the doors in February. So want to get on that list. You can do that by going to takethestagepodcast.com and click on activate. It'll say it's closed. Get on the wait list. The wait list is important because the wait list is where there is a big discount. All right. Without further ado, I want to tell you about today's episode. Today, we're talking about Speakers and podcasting. Does a speaker need a podcast? Should a speaker have a podcast? Or maybe you're just thinking, maybe I want a podcast. I'm going to tell y'all, podcasting is fun. I have loved it. It is super helpful as a speaker to create something fresh and new every week. Now, or sometimes it's every other week. Not everybody does a weekly podcast. I have got a guest for you. This guest is Alana Dawson. And Alana is someone that I think is fun. She loves podcasting. And her mission is to put the fun back into podcasting. All right. I cannot wait for you to meet my friend who helps people like you, like me, launch their podcast. All right. Without further ado. Let's listen to my interview with Alana Dawson. So Alana, welcome to the show. Now, I told everybody a little bit about you before we jumped on together, but I would love for them to hear how did you get started in this crazy world that is podcasting?
1: Oh, hey, Mary, I am so glad to be joining you today. Thank you for having me, first of all. And yeah, crazy world of podcasting is right. Um, I kind of got into podcasting in a roundabout way. I was a blogger, a writer. That's my background. That's my education. And I had a blog for a lot of years. And kind of 2016, I took a pivot and I did something that was really smart that I didn't know at the time was really smart is that my readership kind of fell off. And so I just sent an email asking them, you know, why aren't you reading the blog? what is it that you you know you're doing and wow. the answer yeah the answer i got shocked me in 2016 but it shouldn't have and that was they were listening to more podcasts they didn't have time to read blogs as much right and that was my audience, which was mostly moms. Mm-hmm. I was a mommy blogger. So that made sense, though, because I was doing the same thing. I was also, right. you know, podcasts were kind of real new on the scene. Jamie Ivey had hers, Jen Hatmaker hadn't started hers yet. And so I started listening to podcasts and started diving into how do I take my written words that I published, right? right and how did I record them and then publish them as a podcast? And it was really hard. And I was really frustrated because unlike today, there were not that many resources out there, let alone free resources. (laughs) And so I just started kind of slowly researching. I launched my show in 2017 called the mom wants more
0: podcast and the rest is kind of history. That's amazing. I love that you came out of the blogging world because, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, this is all new. I'm like, no, no, this is just the reinvention of what we were doing, you know, 20 years ago when blogging really just came on the scene. Yeah. I love that story. Now, you talked about being a writer. My listeners, and she is, hey, listener, I know, you know, I'm talking about you. She is a speaker, but she may also have a little writing going on. And so, talk to her because I hear this a lot. She often tells me, now she will say, you know, do I need to start a podcast? Maybe she has a blog. So many of my speakers Mm -hmm. are bloggers because they are content creators. Yeah. So what would you say to the one who's out there going, "Hmm, should I start a podcast? I mean, there's so many podcasts right now. Yeah. There are
1: so many podcasts. In fact, According to the most recent survey, there's about 2 million podcasts out there. Wow. Um, back when I started in 2017, there was about 170,000. Now this is on Apple podcasts, sure. but I want your listener to be encouraged by that because although there's more podcasts out there, there's more listeners out there. Okay. And so that's what I want them to focus on is that there's more listeners, which means as a speaker, as a writer, uh, yes, hundred percent, by the way, you should have a podcast. And so, and let's get into that and, and talk yes. about why yes. you should have a podcast is that podcasting is basically having a speaking gig every single week or every other week or once a month. However, right. often you decide you're going to publish your show consistently. What better way to grow in your speaking capabilities, to reach more people, maybe even some event organizers and coordinators and people that are looking for speakers in their industry. What better way than to have a podcast each and every week? You can practice, you can hone those skills, you can test topics, you can grow an audience. Yes, All of these things come together in one place. And I think podcasting, blogging, Um, speaking, they all go hand in hand because really when we simplify it down, it's a message that we're communicating with a target audience, right? Just like Mary, you said, you know, that your listener is a speaker, but she may also write, you know? And so that's all it is when we just distill it down to this really simple thing is you're just relating a message to a particular audience. And podcasting is a great way to do that because the listener can pop in their earbuds and they can go about their daily lives. And it also grows that we're kind of getting in now to this businessy side, but it grows no like and trust. Yes. Which is what we know that not just buyers but consumers of any product need in order to be able to take that next step in the relationship with you as you want to build no like trust. Podcasting does that so well because you're literally in their ears, in their head, going with them in their daily life.
0: I love that, that you are with them and and you are exactly right. Having a podcast, what better way to showcase the the breadth of what you have to share? I think I used that word, right? I never know. Y'all just go with it. I think you did. The bunch of stuff you've got to share. Now, listener, I want you to pause right now and listen to this. I hear this so often because I, Atlanta, I typically tell people you need to have one Signature message. And I'm still standing on that. But this allows you to explore different messages all the time, remembering you are serving an audience of one. Atlanta. I always say we serve one person, yep. just one. And you are going to help her solve her problem. But you might do that in 52 different ways. Yeah. So think about this. I want you, as a listener, you've been listening to my show for a while. This is episode, I don't know, 72, 74, 75, somewhere in the 70s. And y'all, I'm still solving the same problem. I'm helping you take your message from your heart to the stage. This is a step. Okay, Alana, you know, I'm a huge proponent of podcasts. Lisa Turker said, at she speaks a couple of years ago, this is not a verbatim quote, y'all, but she said, if you are a writer, you need to microblog and y'all that's those long posts on Facebook, Instagram. If you are a speaker, you need to be podcasting. It's growing your skill set, just like you said. Okay. So my speaker wants to do a podcast. What's the first thing she needs to figure out?
1: Yeah. The very first thing is you need to know who you're talking to.
0: Ooh, we speak the same language. We speak the same language. (laughs) Yes,
1: we do, Mary. And I think this is so important because so many potential podcasters will come to me and they'll say, okay, Here is what I want the show to feel like. Here's what I'm going to talk about. And that is all well and good. And you need to know those things too. Right. But if you don't know who you're speaking to, Mm. if you don't know who that message is for, then that message isn't going to hit home. You need to know it all the way through so that whether it's picking your title for your show name or putting in a description in your hosting site, all of that builds upon who the show is for. Yes.
0: Yes. That's so good.
1: That's the first step, Mary, is knowing who your show is for. Number two, knowing what your show is going to be about. What are you going to talk about? Like you said that your signature message, Your this is your overarching, I a lot of times explain it as an umbrella, right? There's a lot of things that you can fit under the umbrella, Right. but normally it's going to be one main topic, one main focus. Like for me, my show, I started Mom Once More, I mentioned that earlier, which was for moms to help them step into their calling and their dreams and their passions, My second show, the show I currently have is The Podcasting Party. That's all about podcasting. I'm here to help you simplify the podcasting process. So everything I talk about falls under that umbrella of podcasting. But like you say, there might be 52 different episodes that's hitting on a different topic of how to simplify the podcasting process. That's step number two. So who it's for, what it's about. And then I would say the third thing you want to know is how you're going to deliver that message to them. And I'm talking more so format. Is it going to be a solo show? Just you? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be you and a guest each week? Is it going to be a hybrid of both? Both Mary and I do that. Yeah. Most of our shows are solo shows. It's just us talking. Sometimes we pull in a guest and we talk to them. And so knowing kind of what that format, the length, mm-hmm. how long you want it to be. And again, that goes back to your listener. What does he or she have time for? How is that show going to cater to them? Not just how you want the show to be as the host, which is very important, but also,
0: you know, how is it going to serve them, your listeners? That is so good to me. Those steps you included, that's the recipe for longevity. Yes. If I know who I'm talking to, I know what I want to talk about and I know the format in which I want to do it. I can create a show that I want to keep creating. You know, Alana, when I started the show, I thought it was just going to be me talking to my friends. And that's how it started out. It was me talking to my speaker friends because I've been so blessed to just be in this industry for a long time. And the Lord just lets me keep staying here. (laughs) So I thought, okay, well, then I said, well, I'll do that. And then I'll do one bonus episode a month with me talking about a tip. And slowly... Everybody was like, "But we want more of those. we want more tips. so they still love the interviews and me talking to speaker friends, and I have some of that coming up, but it morphed into more of a how to how to take the stage, not the backstory of everybody else. So when they start, it's really paying attention to what your listener wants, right?
1: yeah, a hundred percent, and I'm so glad you mentioned that, Mary, because I think it's so easy for potential podcasters. And I was right there with you both times I started my shows. And it's so easy to get that analysis paralysis where you're like, I don't know how to move forward. I want it to be perfect. It's what Ira Glass talks about, the gap, you know, of where yes. you know you can be, but where you currently are. And it's that gap in between until so we just wait. And I would say that not waiting is the very best thing you could do to launch yourself in because then what's going to happen is once you start is exactly what happened to you, Mary, which is you're going to be able to watch the analytics. You're going to be able to hear back from listeners, interact with them and go, oh, this is what's resonating with them. Right. This is what they want more of. They don't want those guest interviews. They want more of me, or they want more of the guest interviews or they want the tips. Right. But you can't know that until you start. Right. Right. And you grow that platform and you talk to your listeners and you get, you know, you see those analytics. So I would say, yeah, that's a perfect point is just get started.
0: And then they'll tell you where they want you to go. Absolutely. Well, and Alana, I don't know if I ever told you this and listeners, I don't know that everyone knows this. This is actually my third podcast. I did know that. And I I love it. My first podcast was a travel podcast, me and my bestie called the Retro Road Podcast. There is no reason we called that. We just like retro, mid-century, modern stuff. Yeah. And we had done a trip on Route 66. We wanted to talk about it. Here's what we learned in 10 episodes. We don't want to talk about travel. We just want to do it. Yeah. We had no idea who we were talking to. We had no point. And then the second one was when she texts me right at the beginning of COVID in March and said, hey, you want to do another podcast? I was like, why not? And that was the Not So Ordinary Podcast, which is a great podcast name, by the way. Yeah, it is. And we did 10 episodes and then COVID wasn't funny anymore. You Mm -hmm. know, in the beginning, it was funny. We were looking for toilet paper. And again, we had no idea who we were talking to. We had no point. But those two things were imperfect progress, just like what you're saying. Imperfect progress. When I started this one, my life is a host of imperfect progress, Yeah, but it's just starting. And I think... That's what we're talking about. Okay. So we've told them the why we've told them kind of how to lay it out. So the specifics of doing it now, I got paralyzed in this. Like, do I need a, this, how do I do that? Do I have to have this microphone? Do I have to have that? You can help with that. You have resources. Yeah. Listen, y'all, you can go and Google this stuff all day long. If you've got all the time in the world, because you're going to get 74 different opinions. In 74 different ways. But Alana, I want you to talk about what you have in your toolkit to help people.
1: Yeah, you bet. And that's a great point, Mary, is that you can Google and guess your way through. Absolutely. I did it. There's tons of podcasts out there of people who have done it. But if you don't want to
0: Google and guess, <laughs> if you just want to be able to step in, shorten that time frame. Yeah. It's how much is your time worth is what I always say. Yes, that's right. There's
1: several different ways. I would say the best spot, um, where I could help most potential podcasters. If you're thinking about starting it is through a free resource that I have called the ultimate podcast guide. It's going to walk you through not just those first three steps that I talked about, but it's going to walk you through the whole process of setting up your show, what you need to know. Wow. Completely free. You give me your email. I send it to you. Through email, you'll get it. You can walk yourself through it. The second way is through my done for you services. So I come alongside podcasters and I help them launch their show. So it includes all the behind the scenes stuff that most people don't want to have to mess with. Setting up a hosting account, which gives you your RSS feed, taking that RSS feed, submitting it to podcast directories, which is where they listen, Apple, Stitcher, Mm -hmm. Spotify, all those places you pull up a player and play it we submit you there. We help you create your trailer, Ooh. your intro and outro, which is usually set to music. And then also edit those first couple episodes because you want to launch with a couple shows in the bank. It's like, I always say it's like Netflix, right? When listeners come, they want to binge those episodes and listen. And so we help you set all of that up, get ready to launch and launch you out into the podcasting world. Wow. And then the third way is an ongoing way, which is one of my very favorites. And that's podcast her. And that's my community for, I love it. And I'm in it. I'm in the community. Yes. Mary is a part of the community and (laughs) such a wealth of information for us. It's a great group of women, podcasters who come together and we just learn each week. We learn, we grow. It's a community there to help you. We bring in guest experts. So you get to learn from them. Like next month, we're having a YouTube expert come in. That's going to talk to us about how you can take your podcast and utilize the video component of it and reach another Um, audience there on YouTube because that's really growing. Yeah, And so through the coaching sessions with me, masterminding with other podcasters, collaboration through other podcasters, it's just an amazing way to continue to learn to grow your show and collaborate with other like-minded podcasters. So those are really the three main ways, Mary, yep. that might help your listeners. Um, if they're already podcasting, podcast her, if they're wanting to start a podcast, maybe that guide. in. if they're ready to launch a
0: podcast through the done for you services. I love that you have several things. You've got the thing for the person that's just like, I don't know. I thinking, and that's free. Thank you for that. I love podcast her y'all. It's a fun, fun place to be. And y'all don't know how my eyes lit up on that YouTube thing because That's a space I have challenged myself for in 22 is YouTube and the done for you. Now, I I wish y'all, I can't even tell y'all how much I Googled on the RSS feed thing. (laughs) Because I remember RSS feeds from blogs, right? So I was like, is this the same? Is this different? Do I go with Buzzsprout? Do I go with Libsyn? How do I record it? What do I do? What kind of mic? Why is a Blue Yeti good? Oh, it's not. It's bad. Okay. There's a like for female voices. What does that mean? What? How loud do I need to be? What's this? It was so much. So, Mm -hmm. Alana, I am so excited you are here with us today. Thank you. You have been a wealth of information. And listener, I want you to know, you know, podcasts may not be in your future and that's okay. But if you are thinking about it, and I know so many of you either have asked me about it or posted in our big group about it. I just wanted to make sure you had one more thing to help you take your message to the stage, because this is a great place to point event planners. Well, I have this podcast. They go in there and they see even five episodes or three episodes. They can binge listen. And I'm a huge proponent of the short and sweet. You guys know that because I keep short and sweet. Atlanta, how do you feel about it? Are you a short and sweet? You're a short and sweet.
1: I'm a short and sweet. You know, Mary, I'll give you one last stat we can end with. Yes. Which is that Apple podcast shows that most listeners actually drop off at 17 minutes. Now, we don't know if they come back and finish listening. Mm-hmm. Some other research shows that the best length for a podcast episodes is about 37 minutes. Okay. But we know that those listeners
0: on Apple at least drop off at 17. So I think short, sweet, yeah. to the point. And that's me. I'm a bullet point list girl. I don't know who these people are that are listening to two hour podcasts. Now, At the same time, I can binge a Netflix show like nobody's business. (laughs) Yes, me too. I just have to understand different people, different things. Alana, thank you so much for being here. And hey, listener, everybody out there, I want you to know that in show notes, you are going to find Alana's link to her free resource her website, all the things you need to know to connect with her. Now I know that podcast her is not open right now, but it opens soon. So you can get on the wait list.
1: Yes. You can totally get on the wait list. You'll be the first to find out when it's open and there's always, always free resources and fun bonuses for those on the wait list. So you'll want to jump on. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for being here. You
0: are such a treasure. Thank you for having me, Mary. All right. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder. And as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.